and welcome to Weekly Weird News, brought to you by Cutting for the Ball in the Post Truth Apocalypse. I'm Ben, and I'm here hanging out with Mike. Hello. And Claire. Hey. This is what we do now, it's our little sideshow, and we will go through some weird shit we found on the internet this week. The weirdest stories we could find, all the most interesting. We've collated for you. Collated for you in a smorgasbord smorgasbor- <laughs> of crap. There's one from our hometown. Oh. Well, our home county, Shropshire, in the UK. Is it a UFO sizing hotspot? People have been seeing that. A big flyy triangle. It's Mothman. Could be Mothman. It does look a bit like Mothman, doesn't it? It does. Looks like a moth on the camera, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. I think it's a moth on the camera. I think you'll find it's Mothman. You can see, look right down the middle of their legs. Mm. So, a mysterious flying triangle has been spotted in the sky over Shropshire in recent weeks. The latest of unexplained goings-on stretching over decades. Is the county a hotspot for UFOs? The flying Dorito, as it become known, was spotted near Sleep Airfield near Wem and over the Reekin, which is a big hill in Shropshire by us. These sightings, the former described as aircraft making a humming noise, prompted Nigel Heyman to use your questions to ask us to investigate. I'm assuming your questions is... The name of the piece the Shropshire Star does. I don't know, I don't use I don't read the Shropshire Star. It's not for the first time we have looked into what inhabits the skies with Shropshire in 2010. Actor John Chalice joined BBC Inside Out to look for UFOs from Lith Hill in Shrewsbury. The town's UFO investigations and research unit described the hill as a high-intensity area for sightings at the time, but no flying objects appeared for the BBC cameras. Research unit? Yeah, apparently, I, I don't know, I'm going to I'll look into this, I'm going to try and join the, the Shropshire UFO Research Unit. Mm. Mm. Uh, Christian Delaney of the Shropshire Paranormal and UFO Society, that's what I want to be in, <laughs> said he'd seen UFOs over the county for a number of years. He said, quote, I've seen something yellow that looked like a cigar to a figure of eight over the reeking for three or four minutes, getting faster and faster. And on Lith Hill, a UFO appeared and the light got bigger and bigger like it was expanding and then changed colour. I don't know what it is about Shropshire, but they do seem to have quite a presence here, he said. He has to say that he's seen UFOs really, doesn't he, if he's head of the Shropshire Paranormal and UFO Society? Yeah. I guess he does. I guess he does, but at the same time... Uh, And what were they... He was the only witness at the time, I imagine, as well. There'd be a group of them, so I don't know. Former UFO investigator for the Ministry of Defence, Nick Pope, friend of the show, I think, at this point. <laughs> we mentioned him enough. If he likes it or not, if he knows about it or not. Whether he knows about it or not. He's, we're calling him a friend of the show, the same as Satan. And He's Bigfoot. A, and Bigfoot, they're friends of the show. Jimmy Savile. No. <laughs> no, he's not a friend of the show. No, he's not. Do you know, we had the three popes of the show. Oh, yes. Um... Alex Jones, Tony Blair, the three saints. The three saints, Saint Tony, Saint David Ike. Ike, and Saint Ike. Yeah. And then you had the, the friends of the show underneath uh, them. So yeah. Satan, Bigfoot, Nick Pope. Yeah, the triumvirate of bullshit. <laughs> he said, Shropshire certainly seems to be something of a UFO hotspot. I personally investigated a fascinating wave of sightings in 1993, centred on RAF Cosford and RAF Shawbury, he said. A meteorological officer at Shawbury described seeing a vast triangular-shaped craft 
flying slowly over the base, making a low-frequency humming sound, like this one was reported with, before suddenly accelerating away many times faster than a military jet, he said. That's interesting. It is. Ah, but the flying Dorito could have been hang gliders. I was thinking that it looked like a hang glider. It could have been, or, or it could have been people seeing the last airworthy Vulcan bomber, which stopped flying last year. Big triangular shaped thing, oh, isn't it? I Not many know. people would know what one of those is. Or a B-2 stealth bomber rarely flown in the UK. I suppose the Americans would overfly now and again if they'd have permission, wouldn't they? Spock. Or Spock. He was a Vulcan, wasn't he? <laughs> he was, but there was the, the, the Vulcan was part of the V-Force, which dropped our nuclear bombs. Victor, Valiant and Vulcan. Three types of nuclear bomber we had. Which ironically were obsolete by the time they came into service because missile I, technology. Ironic considering the Vulcans are meant to be peace loving race, aren't they? They're meant to be, yeah. I always thought they were a bit wary, but they were like, because they considered every other race inferior to them. No, they're not wary at all. I think they see war as illogical, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. They still have warships and shit, though. Well, I think they've got to defend themselves, mm. but I don't think they aggressively start wars like. The other ones. Well, anyway, the Vulcan bomber is first of all a delta wing craft, so it's got two big. Looks like a big triangle. It's not going to be going in a figure of eight round the Reekin, though, is it? No, no. He said cigar for that one. Oh right, okay. But this is a. It's a beautiful aircraft, the Vulcan. Considering it was designed to drop a bombs, yeah. it's fucking gorgeous. It could be a secret project. Could be a secret project. They would fly it around here, wouldn't they? We're fairly sparsely populated. Or a drone. Or even a hang glider, or a power hang glider. Or this uh, Rotari very easy aircraft at an angle. They must use them at Cosford or something. They're just your light wing aircraft, aren't they? Some of them. Yeah. For the last few years, only four reports of UFOs, including a helicopter, which none were suspicious. Although uh, Mr. Pope did say that aircraft lights, weather balloons, meteors, satellites, and Chinese lanterns can be mistaken for UFOs. Don't forget the moon. Mm. People really do want to think there's something out there, he said. Additionally, people's mistrust of government fuels conspiracy theories, and the idea that the authorities are covering up the truth about UFOs is a popular one. Although I should say that there's no smoke without fire. No smoke without fire. No smoke, that's the, my, my mantra when it comes to UFOs. No smoke without fire. And while the sceptics have to be right every day, the believers only yep. have to be right I once. I say that. Well, it takes one, doesn't it? All these can be bollocks. Yeah. But the one in Brazil is, is true. And that's what it takes. Or about Kelly Hopkinsville being true? There's no way that's true. That's fucking true. Could be true. Could be true as any of you. Hillbillies on moonshine, <laughs> shooting at owls, we've, got, we've gone through this. I don't care, I still think it's the most unique one ever. We do get a lot of stuff seen in the sky. You've seen something, Mike? Yeah, when I was a kid, yeah. That's in the UFO. Uh, I never had. A purple have. object that was behind the trees and just shot up, off dead fast. Now, did I see it? Was it a figment of imagination? I'd be playing on the computer about 10 hours straight. Mm. <laughs> a Mega Drive at that point. I think it was my Atari. Wow. But still, I think we were in the perfect position to be a test bed for secret government projects, aren't we? We're not that far over the border from Wales. RAF does a lot of stuff in Wales, through the valleys. No, we're not too populated, are we? No, that's it. You know, especially over Wemway. Mm. Yep. There's more country up there. Here you go, here's a Black Friday story for you, Mike. 
Black Friday sex robot deal saves £200. She'll give you warm cuddles and tell jokes. What more do you want, eh? <laughs> Bargain. No offence, Claire. Yeah, you're married, sorry. As Britain faces its worst ever winter with plummeting temperatures, you need to stay warm. Luckily, you can thanks to a Black Friday deal on Emma the Sex Robot. AI AI Tech UK has cut prices on its range of high-tech sex robots by more than 200 quid. Oh, there we go. A bang from 2000. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So it's still 1800, yeah. I don't know. Emma the Sex Robot has full artificial intelligence. She can chat to you about geography, history or maths and even tell you jokes and stories with a range of facial expressions. Emma can also speak English and Chinese and even translate between the two in case you ever need a translator for an international business meeting. Which you might want to do. <laughs> Taking a sex doll to an international business Sing meeting. Sing to my secretary. Salim! Hi, hi, hi. Translation mode, Emma. <laughs> you can wake her up by calling her name and she even has heating features. Mm. Heated breasts. Yeah, cold rubber tears. Yeah. AI AI Tech's sex robots are fully customizable, allowing you to choose everything from their faces to their toenails. Wow. Don't want one with scag feet, do you? <laughs> well, you might. <laughs> yeah. They're also made of food grade silicon, which means you can even eat off them when your dishwasher breaks. What? Yeah, well. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So you can't wash up your dishes. Eat off your the breasts. There you go. <laughs> well, I'm aroused. <laughs> the sex robots also include a free flight case, so you can take your new companion on holiday with you anywhere in the world. Wow. You don't even have to pay for a seat. Nice one. That's it. Boom. Bit more for luggage, though, isn't it? <laughs> yes. There we go. Founder of the International Congress on Love and Sex with Robots, Dr. Daniel Levy said that there are people who have feelings of love for their sex dolls, so I think the potential is there for a large amount of humans to fall in love with sex robots. But that technology isn't there yet, but by 2050, maybe. We'll carry on a conversation, Bella. I'm still here in 2050, I'm getting a sex robot. <laughs> You're not going to be here in 2025, mate! <laughs> <laughs> It'll be like well scripted, like Google, wouldn't it? I don't know. In 2050, I'm hoping not. I'm hoping it'd be like having a conversation with a normal person. It'd be that fluid. Mm. They can do it now with Google Assistant. Yeah, that Google Assistant was shit art. So 2050, man, they're going to be like indistinguishable between a human, I think. It will, but I to tell you at the start, you're speaking to an AI or something. I mean, even when you look at them. Oh right, yeah. We're talking Westworld. No, you can see the yeah, because you can see those the rubber face and everything, can't you? We're talking Westworld. Yeah, when she's wanking you off, you can still hear the mechanisms going. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he had to call a maintenance team in. (laughs) It's oiling. (laughs) By twenty fifty, man. Twenty fifty, I want Westworld. Oh yeah. That's what I, if we're going to do it, I want my swirl. What a self-cleaning robot, though. Well, they clean them out at the end of every shift, don't they? No, I mean, if you have one in your house. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was going to be cleaning dry cum out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. It, it wouldn't sweat, so it could. you could like, ask it to get in the shower, couldn't you? <laughs> 
Keep it clean. Yeah, well, you, you don't want to be hosing doing your sex robot on the on the lawn outside, yeah. do you? <laughs> you got to really get in them crevices. Oh my god, just imagine that in your back garden. Oh my, <laughs> oh my god. god, Terry's cleaning his sex doll again. <coughs> That's the third time this week. He was really throwing it up. Uh, <laughs> he, needs a, he needs a girlfriend. <laughs> oh, man. Needs a self-cleaning model. That's what he needs. <laughs> yeah. oh, fuck you now. Right then. Preacher claims Alien tried to have sex with her in wild TV interview. Is this during the interview the aliens having sex with her? I don't think so. It's just a wild, I don't know what makes a wild interview. So religious author Sharon Gilbert has claimed an alien visited her in the form of her husband and asked her to have sex with her. So is he dead or what? No, her husband's very much alive. There was two of them. We'll get to it. Right. This is crazy. You need to read this through, don't make, don't judge it just yet. So many questions. Don't ask questions just yet. Right, she discussed the encounter in detail while speaking on the Jim Baker show. Oh, Jim, Jim Baker, he's, oh, a, he's, he's a twat of the show, isn't he? Yeah. We've had him a few times. Lots of likes. Mm. Self-described Christian prophetic, bi- um, it's a Bible show. Yeah, they say everything's going to shits, but buy our stuff. So a clip from the show of Gilbert's story was posted on Twitter by a writer and th- friendly atheist contributor, Hermant Meta posted a video with a caption and I quote end times preacher Sharon Gilbert says that an alien imitated imitated her husband and tried to have sex with her then it claims to be Xerxes Xerxes and then Jesus got involved (laughs) what and then the alien turned out to be a reptile with a pose of a posse posse of gargoyles this is a dream (laughs) Has to be, didn't it? She would she spouting this on live television. Well, what's what's the interview? I'll just be there, but you know, a gape, just going what? This is Jim Backer. He's an end times prophet, and he makes his money grifting off the desperation of others by pretending to believe in Jesus. He doesn't give a shit. This is getting him ratings. Right, the video has been uh, viewed over 2.6 million times, with many noting disbeliefs in the replies. Speaking on the show, Gilbert said, "After Derek, I got Her husband. Ma- after Derek, I got married, and this other Derek appeared in our bed. Another Derek. After Derek and I got married, this other Derek appears in our bed. Yeah. Yeah. So she's in bed with Derek, and then all of a sudden there's another Derek. She's tripping. There's two Dereks in her bed. She's in a bed full of Dereks." <laughs> The real Derek is lying down next to me. The other Derek sits right up, out out of him. <sighs> Sounds like some ghosty, mm. paranormal shit. Yeah. She says, it startled her. Oh, shit. I knew that it was not Derek, so I asked this critter who yeah. you are. Who are you? Who are you? Because he clearly wanted to have sexual relations. He said, I'm your husband. I said, who are you? He had the nerve to claim to be Xerxes. <laughs> <laughs> then Derek seriously wanted to invite me to to use my free will to do something that I was going to to pull me away from God. Oh fuck! <laughs> oh dear. Gilbert went into further detail about the roles of, that Jesus played uh, um, in her defeating the alien. 
She also noted that this other derrick was adjoined by some um, other smaller creatures. They're just all coming into the bedroom. Yeah. What's going on? That's fantastic. We think it gets better. The last time I knew, he was really desperate and I asked him again, who are you? He told me the same answer again and I said, I'm not going with you. This was um, an internal dialogue. Finally, I said, I've had enough in my mind. So she's telepathic community telepathically communicating with other Derek right who just wants to have sex with her won't tell her who he is right apart from the fact that he's Xerxes I am Xerxes there is no Derek only Xerxes (laughs) Zool (laughs) Zool same Xerxes from 300 yeah Mm. hmm is that the same guy I'm assuming so I don't know I mean it's a possibility unless there's some kind of She's just putting that name out of the air. Yeah. I don't know if he, I'm guessing he's based on a real character, wasn't he? He wasn't as outlandish as the film. Obviously not. <laughs> and they didn't have immortals either that looked like reptiles. No, they didn't. Good film, though. Good film. <laughs> yeah. She goes on to say, I reached up and grabbed his face and said, You're a liar and Jesus is real. I pulled that face off and beneath was a reptile. Re- <gasps> reptilian? Called Xerxes? I am sexy. Yeah. yeah, she describes these little creatures as little halfling creatures. They look like gargoyles. They were really reptilian as well. Beneath the face of Derek was a reptilian serpentine creature. Well, there you go. Mad Christian woman has argument with a clone of her husband who's actually a reptile and has brought his little posse of gargoyles. What you? And they want people to believe that shit. <laughs> She missed out on a trick, then, didn't oh, she? Oh, Jesus saved her, obviously. She missed out on a trick. What was that? Reptilian muff diving. Mm. Oh, yeah. Sticking that tongue in and out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they'd be really good at that. Yeah. And don't they have a barbed penis? Apparently so. That's probably not so good. <laughs> That's probably not so good. What's her husband doing while all this He's is asleep. He's, he's just asleep. He's really been made unconscious by the powers of Xerxes, the reptilian demon. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's a dream. I think it's a dream. I think she's a fucking lunatic. <laughs> Alright then, Dad spends £20,000 to buy former British Army tank and then use it for taxi service. Seems excessive. Ace? Seems ace. The 17 foot armoured beast drinks petrol like water but <laughs> makes light work of potholes and with comfy seats, a TV and even an oven Merlin Baxter's FV432 is the coolest car on his street. Merlin Batchelor? He's called Merlin and he drives a tank. <laughs> yeah. But he's turfing up the road, making potholes for that thing. Yeah. No, if it's less than 20 tonnes, the road can take it. I thought it was an armoured personnel carrier. It's the Vietnam model, isn't it? It's the one that's famous in Vietnam. Yeah, you see the APCs know. in the Vietnam films, the Americans I don't know, quite famous. Did they? Yeah. I bet it's not a taxi taxi service. It'll be sort of like, you know, red tip for your wedding or you 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 do. It won't be like popping down the shop, give a, <laughs> a lift. Nah, no, he's not gonna do that, is he? He's not using it as an Uber. No. No. Would be cool if he did though. Yeah. Strictly speaking, Merlin Bachelor's pride and joy is an FV-432 armoured personnel carrier, not an actual tank. So it's probably weighs not a lot. They're not armoured really heavily, those mm. things. 
I'd I hazard a guess it's, I'd say it's less than 10 tonnes. But is it legal to drive? It must be. Yeah, yeah. Merlin pays just £240 per year insurance about a third of what he shows, sells out on his Honda Civic. Well, of course. <laughs> Nothing's going to damage that, is it? Yeah. Do you mean pay anything? <laughs> I don't know. So he spent 20 grand on it, right? He's paying £240 a year in insurance, and if he gets approval to run it as a taxi, he plans to charge £600 an hour and £200 for every hour afterwards with room for up to nine passengers. So, yeah, you'd either drop you off at the fucking pub or something for an end night. Or the church you? for the wedding. Or a church <laughs> for the wedding, which I think should be a thing. I'd, I'd pay for that. <laughs> There's all the mod cons inside as well as comfy upholstered seats and Merlin has added a TV and a stove. He has been using the former military vehicle to do his weekly shop at Asda and to take his four daughters aged 1 to 13 to their local park in Norwich, Norfolk. Why did I buy it, he said. I just wanted a tank. <laughs> Fair enough. I always wanted to build a castle one day and it just seemed to go with a whole defensive theme. I like this guy, he's called Merlin, wants to build a castle. <laughs> It was sitting in someone's field for four years before I bought it. Uh, there are a few downsides, obviously. The FV432 uh, travels about six miles for every gallon of fuel. Merlin says, Last week the petrol station attendant said it was the most entertaining thing he'd ever seen. As soon as he's just pumping petrol into it constantly. Yeah, but they're loving him. But that's balanced by the very smooth ride once you're rolling. Merlin says that it's pretty good with potholes, it's like sitting in jelly. <laughs> I can't say it'd get up to much speed, but, you mm. know. How fast can they go? 20 miles an hour? I was limited to 20 miles an hour, I reckon I could do 40. Well, he's gonna... Can't you get done for going under the speed limit as well? You can. It's limited to 20, I guess I'll take that into account. Doesn't look that good inside. Looks alright. I thought it was all gonna be pimped out. So, I, I, was, I was expecting more to be... I was expecting more. Top speed's a shade over 30. Yeah. We can go for 360 miles on a full tank. Which is probably not going to cost you a fucking fortune. Yeah. He's only got licence to carry passengers for weddings and funerals at the moment. The funeral one could be fun though, couldn't it? <laughs> right. When I, I don't know, Ben. When, if anything, I've I'm never gonna... thought I'm going to get to a funeral. <laughs> I, need to, I need to make this more fun. This has to be more. I'm going to get a tank. Mike. Fuck it. I'm going in a tank. Number one, you can't have a funeral without fun. <laughs> you can't. It's impossible. And two, if anything ever happens to me, you have permission to use some life insurance money to hire this guy for you lot to turn up in. I want you all to turn up behind the hearse in this tank. Do you want me to fire your ashes at the French? Yes, yes I would. <laughs> Actually, drive it to the White Cliffs of Dover and just fire at the front. No, I want my, I want my. <laughs> one last defiant, <laughs> defiant moment. Yeah, why not? Yeah. No, I want to fire at Parliament, Mike. That's what I want you to do. I don't think they're going to let me do that. They will. <laughs> what you're going to do is go to HMS Belfast, rotate the gun turret, yeah. load me in. Because at the moment it's pointed at Watford Gap. It is. It's pointed at the service station there. But I want you to aim it at Parliament and fire me at them. The show will have broke up by the time it hits Parliament and my ashes are going to scatter over it. <laughs> There's a final fuck you. <laughs> Why waste my only earthly Ooh. remains on the French, eh? 
Or you find me at the back of a plane over Burnley's football stadium and it comes into a dustbin and says, <laughs> fuck you. Uh, <laughs> and I want a tank now. If I win the lottery, I'm, if I win the lottery, I'm buying a tank. Fuck me, this is a terrible one. <laughs> Next up, blind dad tormented by seven foot grim reaper and bloodthirsty vikings in daily hallucinations. Well, fuck me, that sounds horrifying. Nathan Foy, 41, jokes he was born with the eyes of a 65-year-old with congenital glaucoma, which gave him limited sight, but things took a dramatic turn three years ago. As his vision suddenly worsened, the dad of two from Cardiff began to fill in the blanks of what he could no longer see. Nathan now sees the funny side of his hilarious and often harrowing imagination that initially plunged him into depression. He told the Daily Star, I've seen some harrowing stuff that's just nasty to look at. Oh, I wonder what sort of shit he's like seeing. The Grim Reaper, Vikings wielding axes coming at him. And they come from your memory or something, maybe a horror film, but your brain is just filling in that gap. People with injuries, bits missing, blood. Fortunately, it's not very often, but it's quite emotive when you see that stuff. It's things you wouldn't necessarily want to look at. Having said that, I probably saw them in a horror film when I was a teenager, and now I'm paying the price. Fucking hell, so don't watch horror films, kids. You might go blind in that life. Start seeing all that shit. Jesus. The England and Wales blind cricket team player. I'm sorry, what? The England and Wales blind cricket team player. How does that work? Haven't they got bells on the, Must on the, have, bo- yeah. the ball and stuff? They did blind football, didn't they? Oh, I guess so. You've got to catch it in cricket. That's going to be difficult. Yeah. He recalled how he once got a fright from a towering cloak-clad figure standing over him with a scythe. <laughs> Fucking hell. Nathan said, I've seen the Grim Reaper a few times. The very first time I saw him was when I was first getting these serious hallucinations. It was almost Halloween time and it really shocked me. Fuck me, still. <laughs> oh, if you woke oh, up yeah. <laughs> and you see the fucking Grim Reaper standing over I think I'd just have a heart attack and die on the spot. Yeah. But shit, it was all true. Yeah. Ah. Fucking hell. He was like seven foot tall or something. He got the whole outfit on, skeleton hands and stuff like that. Fucking hell. That's the sort of thing you could go to CBT for, isn't it? <laughs> I think he needs to go to summer. <laughs> it's amazing. Horrific, but... Yeah. Mm. Oh, fucking hell. Well, I don't want that. But now, thanks to guide dogs, he's learned how to cope with his hallucinations known as Charles Bonnet Syndrome, where there is a disconnect between the eye and the brain. Oh, so I guess the, um, if the dog's not responding, you know, everything's all right, yeah. then, yeah. The dog starts barking, you got some fucking problems. <laughs> One hallucination Nathan has grown used to is a fire-breathing dragon in the kitchen. <laughs> You open this oven to a waft of hot air and I just see this sort of dragon's head breathing fire. Oh, that must be pretty cool though, must it? Yeah, it would actually. Sounds like something off Lord of the Rings, isn't it? He said it's not a boring life, I can tell you. It's constant entertainment. It's like watching a movie, you know, all the time. (laughs) I still don't want it. No. You know, I don't want that shit. He's, He's partially sighted though, isn't he? Yeah. 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 I think if the bits that he can't see, the brain just fills in with his images. Imagine your brain sort of in the first instance having all all of its retinal functions and then going to being partially sighted. It's go you, you know, there's a certain amount of information that your brain used to be 
taking on. So yeah, I can mm. see why it might fill in the gaps. Yeah. Still wouldn't want to see that though. No. Don't fancy that. I wouldn't mind it for an hour or so and just seeing what it was like. Not permanently. Take some drugs, mate. Well, yeah. <laughs> take some acid. I think people that are born blind could get it because if they weren't having that that retinal, they haven't got the images stored in their brain. They haven't got the images no. stored in their brain. Yeah. yeah. So I don't think. Uh, I think it's just if you're you become blind, partially blind. Mad, isn't it? It is. Oh, tis no man, tis a ravenous sea beast. Uh, man banned from all you can eat barbecue for eating too much. Oh, that's no man. Mm. That's a remorseless eating machine. Yeah. A Chinese food live streamer says he's been blacklisted from a grill buffet restaurant for eating too much. He is known as Mr. Kang and he told Huan TV that he was banned from the Hyundai, yeah? Han Daddy. Han Daddy. Seafood barbecue buffet in uh, Changsha City after a series of binges. <laughs> he ate 1.5 kilograms of pork trappers during his fourth <laughs> visit. And 3.5 kilograms to 4 kilograms of prawns on another visit. <laughs> Crikey. Mr. Kang said that the restaurant is discriminatory against people who can eat a lot. Uh. And he goes, I can eat a lot. Is that my fault? He said that he didn't waste any of the food at all. <laughs> Fair enough. He's ate three plastic lobsters. <laughs> <laughs> restaurant owner told the same reporter that Mr Kang was putting him out of pocket. Every time he comes, I lose a few hundred yen. Yuan. Yuan, he said. Yuan. <laughs> Even when he drinks swimming, he can drink 20 or 30 bottles. 20 or 30 bottles and eat all that food. <laughs> yeah, when he eats uh, the pork trotters, like when you're at the all you can eat, yeah. you just pick a couple off. Yeah, he said he, he consumes can the whole tray. Do you think he picks the whole tray yeah. <laughs> He does with the shrimps and the prawns, sorry. Usually people use tongs with them, he uses a tray to take them all. That's <laughs> not <laughs> thank you. Oh dear. So with the story trending on Chinese social media, he has racked up more than 250 million views on Weibo. Weibo, I think Weibo. Uh, there's something the kids are using, I don't know. It's Chinese kids specifically. Chinese, it's like Facebook, but... Chinese version, I think. Mmm. Hey, if it's all you can eat, though. That is problem. <laughs> they can blacklist you, though. There they is, can. There is you can serve, in it, isn't it? I think, you, I think you're taking the trains a bit much. <laughs> Just go up a few times, I'll make it too obvious. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, shrimp. <laughs> Take the tray. Let's <laughs> tip the pork trotters on top and go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 30 bottles of soy milk as well, please, buddy. 30? 8.25. Right, I'm going to have a piss in the morning. 8.25 tonight. I wonder how long he sat there and ate that, because he could, you know, the, the establishment could put a time limit in, couldn't they? Yeah. I mean, they can choose who to serve and not to serve, can't they? But not based on, you know, any discriminatory the reasons, like race and sex. Oh, yeah. 
But then don't market it as all you can eat. Yeah. Because clearly this guy can eat a lot. <laughs> yeah, but everyone else is eating normally. He's spoiling it for everyone, isn't he? Oh. Then what do you, what do you want the Chinese authorities to do, man? Take him out and shoot him? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, buddy. They should have said, look, just five plates, mate. That's your lot. That's, you know. Not the tray. <laughs> Not the tray. <laughs> no more tray. <laughs> Yeah, it's like a little asterisk says, you know, maximum three helpings or whatever. Yeah. That's all you can eat, is it? Yeah, but how many advertising says something with a little asterisk? Yeah. It's like, you know, 50% free, and it's like, you, you look at the asterisk, 50% free if you if you buy this for 25 quid or something, and it's a scam, Yeah, yeah. If it's a scam, you but know it's that. All, I, all you can eat, not limited to all you can eat. Don't market it as all you can eat, but you know, someone like Mr. Kang comes in. <laughs> yeah. As you know, I can eat a lot. I'm just going to take this tray and I'm going to dip these <laughs> prawns on top. I put all you can reasonably eat. That's what I'd, I'd market it as. Mm -hmm. But then what's reasonable? In a court of law, that's hard to determine. Reasonable for Mr. Kang. His <laughs> tray is <laughs> tray of pork <laughs> <laughs> I just can't imagine it. <laughs> Well, I think they're wrong. It's just that's what you're doing in a communist state. You can't even go to all you can eat. Yeah, and that's the failure of it. Fascists, communists, <laughs> fascist behaviour. Still, all right. Thanks for listening. I've been Ben. Don't do the favourite, and I don't know. Always be careful with your restaurant wording. <laughs> I'm in my next for this thing. Peace out. May the force be with you. And I've been Claire. And don't gobble all the trotters. <laughs> uh.